Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Styrian Products, designers of some of the top-selling Amazon VR and AR accessories like the Styrian Aura Universal VR Headstand. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brat. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. And tonight we have a wonderful, well, I'd say new guest, but he's actually been here before. This is Alex. He's been on the, well, not on, he, he, he is, he runs the Play PS5 podcast. And the I've been Play on it, P- yeah. I've been yeah. on the Play PS5. It's mine. I'm <laughs> on it every familiar. week, but I've been on it before. <laughs> he's a frequent guest. Um, <laughs> and the Play PSVR podcast. Alex, thank you so much for hopping in. If you want to tell him a little bit about yourself now's your moment yeah i'm six foot two i'm uh i'm ready to <laughs> ready to hang out uh you know i'm i'm about a, a buck 50 more than i want to be but we'll, we'll get down there one day we'll get down there one day um if, no vr stuff no i play playstation 5 i play psvr i have a podcast for each one of them the psvr is a bit defunct because they haven't released much but we'll probably release an episode now because of the stuff we're going to talk about today um mostly it's ps5 so if you got a ps5 want to hear some goobers argue about argue with each other about ps5 check out the play ps5 podcast and uh sometimes we rip on jay brett over here because he's just he's so fun so fun to rip <laughs> on except except then you get to see them ears and it's just mm, 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 yeah ears. it's really easy too but seriously thank, thank you for having me on I'm, I'm really excited about this so fun last time <laughs> of course alex i'm ready to, ready to do it again Mm-hmm. So if you, uh, audience, the, those listening on our various podcast services haven't picked up yet, we are actually in VR right now. We're in a room. We're looking at each other. We're making rude faces, making mean gestures. It's it's good stuff. If you want in on this, if you want to watch the current live stream that is happening right now, we have a live chat going. Um, consider heading over to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we will be running our podcast in four sections tonight. First, the Q&A from our Patreon and Discord communities. Second, a VR gaming news section. Third, we have our games we've been playing section. So that's like new VR releasey, releases, <laughs> releases um, and, and just mm-hmm. or just what we've been playing if it's been a dry week. Um, and then lastly, we have our discussion section. This week, we will be covering Sony's lack of VR recently we've only really had like the hitman 3 and that's like kind of it's been very dry and we still haven't heard of psvr 2 we'll be talking all about that uh at the end of the podcast so stick around oh and i i I gotta tell you last week we covered using virtual reality as a means of exercise it was a super interesting discussion we had a guy here from uh, uh the vr fitness insider we recommend heading to episode 36 and checking that out and with that, we can actually get into the Q&A. Destiny, you've got the first one. Yes. So today we have one from World's Average Gamer. They ask, have y'all played Hitman 3 VR? If so, what was your opinion about it? So basically, we'll answer that in the game section tonight since we have a PSVR expert guest with us. Mm-hmm. I don't Let know about expert, but I'm, a, I'm a, definitely a PSVR guest. <laughs> 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 that, that frequent guest. <laughs> I'm an I'm an expert guest in that I'm an I'm an expert at being a guest. I think we said. <laughs> Guys, when will I be an actual host? No, you're a guest, Alex. <laughs> no, get back to editing it. Yeah, <laughs> get back to, get back to work. 
<laughs> right, Jay, you have the next question. Elijah, the tired dude YouTube asks, is the Oculus 2 really good? Now, I'm going to say it's pretty good because it's got it's got some problems. It, a lot of things were improved, but if you're like me, you have a big head, you actually might lose some field of view with the new one. The head strap it comes with is just awful. So is the Quest 1. It was awful, too. But, mm -hmm. I mean, they both are awful. That doesn't make either of them really good. The thing was, they had to get it down to that $300 price point, so they had to make some sacrifices. It is what mm -hmm. it is. It's still a good headset, and I highly recommend the Quest 2, but it just doesn't quite earn the title of really good. Yeah. So if the head strap's the issue, Jay Rett, what if I offered you a service where you could sew the headset into your onto your face? Would you? Would that be the one you choose? If it's, free. if it's free if it's yeah free yeah for sure yeah. all it's right like the weight of the headset so heavy it would just rip off your face yeah wow. it just feels like it would hurt yeah have you yeah. seen dude's neck man he is jacked yoked in the back yeah <laughs> that's where that's the only workout i do is neck workouts nothing yes, else yeah right just muscly all right and then uh last question from haxis he asks us what are the biggest pains for older headsets and what do you think has improved over the years kind of related to that quest 2 thing um uh, alex and jay are kind of our best authorities on this is uh, alex is currently on his oculus v1 and jay's had like every headset under the sun so <laughs> <laughs> alex i'm gonna uh, have you answer that first yeah yeah all, all of my vr experience is uh is oculus rift v1 or, yeah oculus v1 and a uh, psvr so the two of the oldest headsets i also did google mm -hmm. daydream for a hot minute um <laughs> the the issue we don't count those yeah we don't count those <laughs> google doesn't even count them apparently um <laughs> that's right yeah the, the big thing field of view that's one um and then the the big thing is of course wires wires it tethers me to a box i'm sitting here i'm stuck in a room i can't go roaming around my house with a vr headset on playing some game imagine i'm somewhere else uh <laughs> instead we got jaybread over here with the headset glued to his face going whatever he wants vring around walmart <laughs> like a joker <laughs> jealous that's totally what i do in all my spare time <laughs> well haxis i think that this is a great question because if you're sticking to just pcvr if you're just in the pcvr realm the headsets have not actually improved in every way like we would expect them to by now like the Rift CV1 he's wearing, it's got amazing headphones on it. And now a lot of them have ditched headphones that you use your own or to save money on them. The tracking on some of the older ones, like the Vive, obviously, the Rift CV1 is spot on. If you're playing like Beat Saber, it's the best for competitions and stuff. But we've we've went the convenient route. We want convenience. So we got inside-out tracking, which isn't quite as good, but it is much more convenient. There's no towers to set up. And Field of mm -hmm. View actually is the one thing I feel like on the Rift S is worse than on the CV1. But at least other headsets, the Valve Index, the G2, they've gotten a little better, maybe. <laughs> the Valve Index is way better, but actually the G2 barely has any. So it's really, it's resolution and stuff is what's improved. But the actual headsets, They've, they've still got some work to do. Right. Yeah. There's, it's become a, a competition less of just pure upgrades and more just who can better compromise to get mm -hmm. that price point down. Yeah, and hopefully sure. we'll begin to see straight upgrades for a lower price sooner rather than later. Please, please, please. please. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right with that i'm gonna wrap up the q a and hop us into the news segment but first this new segment is brought to you by asterian asterian offers super high quality universal vr headset stands we love these things guys they have rgb lighting i've actually got an example here in vr for those on youtube it's pretty sweet it like it can kind of light up if i try no no wait <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. There we go. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It, it, it usually there's like light in it. But yeah, it's got like this acrylic glass thing and it's super, super minimalist. Looks great. Jay owns like 10 of them. We all love, we all love these things. We cannot recommend them enough. And they'll work for any, any headset stand. Gosh, turn it, turn off. Oh, you Will it work on my Google Daydream? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, so long as it is not heavier like truly like significantly heavier in the back than it is the front which is pretty rare for a vr headset <laughs> it should work not because only my... will it work on your google daydream it has a usb port on the side you can plug your google yeah, pixel in and charge that's right. it while it's there because my Boom. current google daydream headset holder is a trash can <laughs> <laughs> upgrade from the trash can <laughs> upgrade from the trash can <laughs> all right uh let's hop to the first news piece jay you got it so if you don't know what walking dead saints oh and wait Sinners, actually oh. i'm sorry i didn't actually say the code and all that oh. <laughs> important information if you guys Very want important. this thing sort of just our high glowing recommendation <laughs> head on over to www.hysterianproducts.com and you will get five dollars off any orders 19.99 or more if you use our code full dive that's F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E. It's it's pretty sweet. Everyone who's gotten this thing is just glowing reviews about it. <laughs> they love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry to interrupt, Jay. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, what are you even doing in VR? It is probably one of the best games you can play on, like, every headset. And because of that, it's now reached $29 million in revenue. Uh, if you head over to the dev team's Twitter, they've thanked the community in a video. There's a two-minute video over there saying thank you. But importantly, they said they can't wait to show us what's next. Even Alex Eden, their marketing coordinator, was talking about it. So on that vein, we don't really know what they mean by that, but we know that Skydance is actually in the middle of hiring a number of roles for its VR team. And one of them is for a narrative director to, quote, conceptualize and drive the narrative vision of a complex virtual universe. <laughs> and they also need a senior software engineer to, quote, help develop our next generation of groundbreaking games. So they made a lot of money and it sounds like they're going to keep on putting it into some VR. What do you, what do you think? About yes. That? I do mean, you, that's so good. You think if I take <laughs> one of those jobs, I get, I get the $29 million. You get a chunk of it. A yes, small chunk. Not, <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> a fairly small so Sky, Skydance, they made it right. So what do, what, what else have they made? Um, I, I, I read familiar here. Rip is our expert on this kind of stuff, but obviously they made the Walking Dead Saints, which is all you need to know, Alex. That, that <laughs> it's is like the best game. game. <laughs> no, it seriously is like one of, one of the one of the biggest uh, uh, promise keeping games in terms of like, oh, you thought you could do that? Guess what? You can. You thought you could stab a zombie in the head? Guess what? You can. You thought you could grab the zombie's head and yank that knife right back out? Guess what? It happens, and you're doing it. That's yeah. That, that's the game I tell people who haven't played VR now. It's like. Listen, there's this game. I know it's Walking Dead. You think I'm just trying to be edgy with zombies, and I make them play that game, and they get it. They get it, and they understand, and then they don't want to play VR anymore because they're grossed out. Mm -hmm. They're oh. like, thanks. I'm over it. <laughs> it, it. It's a bit intense. I feel like the art style lends it to, like, even though it's a little gory and stuff, it's not, like, realistic gory. So I think most people can handle it. I yeah, think. Mo most can, but my, my grandmother could not. Oh come on, <laughs> grandmas! Grandmas love slaying zombies. Oh, poor grandma. 
All, all we know from this really is that they're continuing, which is awesome. I'm super excited. Rip, did you find out anything over there about Skydance themselves? So I was checking. I was trying to remember where I knew the name from, and I've now yeah. figured it out. So, so Skydance, most of you had actually know them for uh, helping on films. So they've worked on like the Terminator series and like the new <gasps> Top Gun. That's right. And, and Annihilation. I mean, they're they're just a huge film group. Um, Skydance yeah. Media. So this is. This is actually, from what I can tell, their first big... Saints and Sinners was their first big entry into video games, which is super cool and kind of interesting to, that, you know, the people who work most with, like, film and media, you know, they wanted to get into interactive media, and they did it through VR, which is actually kind of cool. Um, so that, so Saints and Sinners was their first big project. Some of you might be wondering, well, didn't they also do Onslaught? Onslaught was technically made by a different dev team. It is not the same group, which is why it's terrible. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's odd, it was made by Servios, who are like the veteran developers, yeah. right? And, and somehow they, they just dropped a turd on us. I don't know if it's because Saints and Sinners came out and it stole all their zombie thunder, but it's just like, how did that, how did Servios, the, the company, yep. the company, I don't, yeah, blew my mind, blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. All right, I'm going to hop us on to the next news piece. So this one's super interesting. Hopefully we won't get too techy, but Valve is working on some really interesting stuff. They've got what they're calling an open BCI, which is to solve VR motion sickness and increase immersion. So um, in a recent interview, Gabe Newell discussed a partnership with this company, OpenBCI, to improve the VR headsets, increase immersion, solve motion, like a lot of like important under the hood stuff to really make their headsets stand out, which is super cool. Everything that we can do for that. You know, so many people still have motion sick issues. Um, so from what I can tell, OpenBCI is they like. Did they look at your brain? <laughs> it's like it was a little like <laughs> I, I didn't get the time because like I, I started diving into this before the podcast. Like it's big news, but when I started diving into like what the company does and like their science, I was like, all right, this is like a little over my head. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, Jokes it's on them, they're gonna find nothing in there. Absolutely no. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait to try that headset. <laughs> it's gonna be a big old blank screen right in front of me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah this thing's looking to like i don't know scan your brain waves or something you know they're, they're looking to really look at other ways to detect what short you know right now pretty much all motion or vr has to detect what we're what we want and what we're doing is just a bunch of buttons and some like motion tracking and we've had that since like the wii so you know this is this is some big big this would be a very different and very uh, it would be a very big step for vr in terms of how is it tracking how is it detecting what you want in a game you know compared to this what we're doing now is super rudimentary so it's 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 it it, this could be really cool it's like a step removed from a brain chip in your in your noggin so the so the one thing that temper sorry is it okay if i yeah Yeah, (laughs) run away with it yeah so the the one thing that tempers my expectations about it I love Gabe Newell. He's he's so spot on with so much stuff. But they're they're bragging about solving the VR motion sickness thing. But Gabe Newell, right right at the beginning of the whole like COVID nineteen stuff, he was he was on TV shows in New Zealand because he got uh you know quarantined there, and he was talking about VR, and he said on TV like, oh, we already saw it's done, it's solved. 
VR motion sickness is solved. So I don't mm. know why they're now touting that they have to solve it again, <laughs> unless he was referencing <laughs> something that they had solved and hadn't released anything. Mm. That, Maybe. that being said, I, I love the idea of any kind of extra sensory stuff going on, especially in VR, because you play like Resident Evil or something like that, and it can it can track how tense and nervous I am to, to kind of calibrate the excitement I'm having in a game, because really, although we all love being scared, we don't want to be too scared. And if this has anything that can sense like, oh, this person's literally about to have a heart attack, maybe <laughs> tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Calibrate Bring this roller coaster ride, not not quite as high, not quite as fast, and mm-hmm. let them have a good time. I, I'm I'm on board for it. That's awesome. Destiny would have all those comfort options turned I, off. I, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say it'd be pretty funny to just like be stone face and like see like how far it takes it, how intense it gets. <laughs> we can't scare her. We're throwing everything we got, and this person's like just like <laughs> just comatose. <laughs> yeah, the game just breaks. It's like we give up. <laughs> They start like see, zapping mm-hmm. you through the headset to make it more <laughs> right. real, just to just yeah, to make you react. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I also read into this, and I I found it interesting because one of the quotes from him was he was talking about the future of this technology, and he said that if you were a software developer in 2022 who doesn't have one of these in your test lab, you're making a silly mistake. Mm-hmm. So like he's really thinking this is like the future of this. This is going to solve this. This is really interesting technology but i mean i feel like some people are going to have a weird thing about like how is this thing reading what's going on with my brain signals and like right. not want to use it so that's there's always going to be a hesitation resistance but i would jump right into this i would just go for it i would try that vibe thing that straps onto your brain and i would try that i would love to just see what happens mm-hmm. like, like i said man, nothing it's gonna give you nothing <laughs> it's gonna be shocked <laughs> so, no signal. No signal. Nobody's home. It's like we can't tell what this person is thinking or feeling. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna move. Us. Like I don't get oh, it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm just gonna say, like I thought I've already heard of a few games trying to do something similar. Where wasn't the Blair Witch supposed to be one of them? Where mm. it's supposed to be kind of like I don't know how, but it's supposed to be kind of judging your reaction on whether or not like how scared you are. Yeah, there's there's. So, it's it's not uncommon for the horror genre to have some pretty advanced AI, um, which is in, not the genre you would expect advanced AI in. But here we are. You know, you've got like um, I'd say the biggest example is Alien Isolation, where that alien is like it's it seriously got a mind of its own in terms of how it interacts with the player, how to like keep it not overbearing but also like it's super smart and interesting and it kind of like does Mm -hmm. stuff like that you know it reads the player what's their situation how can we bump it up in notches how can we like you know keep things good um yeah blair which just got into vr but like there's not too many or it's going to be in vr i remember there's a news piece about it's out it's out yeah yeah yeah. it's been out okay how is it jay brad give me the review right now We'll get to that in the gaming section. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. I'm going to move us on. So, uh, Destiny, you have our next news piece. Hold on a second. I lost my cup. Okay. (laughs) Valve Index makes top five best-selling products on Steam for 13 weeks straight. Despite supply shortages uh, brought on by the coronavirus pandemic, the headset has made frequent appearances among the best-selling products. From a unit standpoint, it's unlikely that the $1,000 Valve Index is selling all that many headsets compared to cheaper headsets like the Oculus Quest. But from a revenue standpoint, the headset seems to be treating Valve very well, and I'm sure they are. Mm -hmm. 
so I gotta I'm, wonder what other you know like Valve isn't like the company I think of like oh yeah they've got some great hardware you know <laughs> that's, that's what I was gonna say I, I challenge anyone here to name five products on the, on hey, is, this just, Thunder, is this just right? anything is this anything on Steam then so like is this going up against games well like so you've got certainly not right? no it's not so so okay uh, off the top of my head I know you've got the Steam controller. Um, they liquidated that though, right? Does that still count? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is I'm just listening. I mean, okay. I, the, the, oh, you just I asked to name five. You're and right. In fact, it. in fact, the next ones are even more obscure. You've got the Steam Box that like mm-hmm. sold all of like five units. Um, yep. <laughs> and then you've got, um, oh, let me. Th- oh, what else did you get? Was that it? Oh, the the valve the valve T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one was a real kicker. That one. It's it's the Valve Index, and then the Valve Index's little brother. That's the that's the third product, a little tiny Valve Index, plastic Valve Index. It doesn't work. Well, okay, so I pulled up the list here, and it is comparing this to games. So, like, See, that's what I was in the, in in the week ending January twenty fourth. Rust was the top selling by revenue. Everspace two, and then the Valve Index oh, VR wow. kit is the third. Oh, so this is so this is going up against games. That's crazy. And Although I mean, well, like games, it takes important. a lot of games to get a thousand dollars, so that could also yeah. be something to think about. True. Okay. So yeah, re- revenue-wise, I wonder what how much it costs them per unit to make. I would bet it's. I bet they're. I don't think they're selling at a loss, but I bet they don't make a ton on it either. I'm going to definitively say it costs them two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. <laughs> that seems a little exact. cheap. No citations available. <laughs> Don't don't fact check this, okay? <laughs> Get out of here, Doctor Snopes. Yeah, thousand mm. bucks a headset. I mean, that shows people are still getting after it, which yeah. is awesome. Destiny, are you going to get your VR index anytime soon? Oh, I wholeheartedly want one for sure, and it's going to happen this year. But it, the timing, <laughs> I'm not sure when. With, with this whole coronavirus thing, I got it. I guess. Uh, aside from aside from the wireless features, is there anything that the Valve Index is lacking compared to another headset, or is the Valve Index no. the be all end all? Pixel, density. it is. It's a god of headsets because it has a wider field of view than most headsets. It does not have the pixel density that some of them have, especially like the the new G two from HP. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. like even like some of the headsets like the Rift S, in comparison, when you look at like through the lenses. It really pixel for pixel doesn't look that much better, but you have a much wider field of view. You're looking at like forty mm. degrees, so nice. yeah, it's a, it's no longer the best in every category by any means, and that's my struggle with it. I really want one, but it's a thousand bucks still. It's almost two years since it came out. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I pay a thousand bucks when someone got it two years ago and has been playing with it that long for a thousand bucks as well? Yeah. That's that's, that's another thing struggle. that kind of worries me because like I, I, we've talked about this before. I know that they've mentioned that they want to go wireless. And so it like right now we've been working on the room and the setup and the PC, like upgrading it for it. But then I feel like as soon as we invest and then I'm able to get the index they're the next day, they're going to be like, guess what? <laughs> Here's, <laughs> Here's the wireless, the wireless version. Yep. Like totally huh, I don't incompatible know. with the old one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're so hush hush, you know. Who knows? But yeah, they're killing it. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 super exciting to see. 
All right, and then next movie. I was about to say movie piece. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> next moves piece. Next moves piece. <laughs> Jade, you have the next moves piece. <laughs> if you don't know what Echo VR is, it's probably because you don't own an Oculus device. But if you do, Echo VR is this cool space game where you're either on one team or the other. You're trying to score goals, kind of like football or soccer. But you're floating around in free space. You're grabbing the walls to make yourself move. You got jets on you, and you're trying to score in the goal. Basically, they're adding a new battle pass system, which everyone's always so excited. Oh, yay. Woo! But basically, you pay, and then you get some cosmetics. Not pay to play, not pay to win. Just pay to get some cosmetics. You know, like games like Fortnite and other big free-to-play games do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an interesting choice, and it's strange because even at this point, Echo VR is a pretty big deal. It's becoming bigger in the esports arena. You can play it on Quest, or you can play it on Oculus on PC. But on PC, Echo originally had this Echo Combat side to it as well, yep. which still hasn't made it to Quest, and they're saying may not make it to Quest. So they may be seeing that the whole future of the game is just the Echo disc-throwing sports game that it is. Uh but hey, now you can pay to be customized and look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. But but anyone who's on a team maybe is gonna do this. Yeah. I don't see a point. That's to what it. they're doing. They're getting teams to buy. Like, oh, they're all gonna buy the same is. shirt. Yeah, and they're gonna make That's a killing because awesome. they're, they're trying to go all esports on it. Yeah, it's a great idea. That yeah. is a good idea. It's, it's, someone who plays it, it still plays a good amount of Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. I'm just like, oh no, no, not Battle Pass. <laughs> it, it it ruined my baby. What will it do to this one? <laughs> You started out. <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but that you, you know, good on them for making money because it's hard to make money in the VR industry. But I can't say I'm proud of them for the way they're doing it because battle passes. Are, I mean, it's better than pay to win, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. that would ruin it for sure. At least this is only cosmetics. Yeah. It's not going to change much about yeah. the game. Uh, I just, I mean, it's an Oculus exclusive. Is my biggest issue with the game, and and for some, if they want it to be a big esports game, I don't feel like it should be an exclusive. But that's what Facebook does, what they want. So right. That's why everybody's going to index. And um, and it is better than like loot boxes, right? So you know, compromise, I guess. All right, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah um, sure. and we're 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 blowing through these. So, uh, last news piece. So there is some evidence. My 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 friends on Bethesda is making something. So Australian government's media classification board posted a listing for a project called, and I quote, Project Twenty Twenty One A, which is like as default <laughs> a hold a placeholder name as you can get. Um, but this is listed from Bethesda. Um, and it is listed to solely be supporting VR, which is pretty important. And, you know, that's what really gets us excited. But the really the only hint we have besides a super generic project name and VR is that it is rated 18 plus for, and I quote, high impact violence and online interactivity. And nudity? And interactivity. I know. Oh, no I know. I know. I'm disappointed already, Bethesda. <laughs> that eliminates a, a direct. Step your game uh, uh, I'm. I'm not buying it. <laughs> what's which one of the, the? Do you guys know which one of the? Uh, what's it? Wolf is one of the more recent Wolfenstein games. I'm pretty certain had nudity. I don't remember which one it is though. 
Young blood? No, not young blood. No, it was young butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Out. It's the remake. He found it. So, <laughs> most news outlets, most Reddit, uh, you know, sophisticated as they are, the the Reddit community, everyone's pretty certain, but it's not guaranteed that this is going to be a Doom Eternal port because we got. Uh, we got Doom 2016 ported as Doom VFR in 2017, and that game was awful. Um, I mean, it was okay on PlayStation, oddly enough, but on PC, it was yeah. like forced into teleport. Like you couldn't do anything besides teleport, oh, no. which is like, it's like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's the antithesis of how you play Doom. So yeah, yeah, we're not thrilled about that, but um, it's 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 pretty likely that uh, they might be sticking their toes back into the vr pool and tr- finally finally yeah um you know the, we, we always say it's it's great to have the triple a co- companies going into this and it'll be yeah. so go ahead so crackpot theory all right microsoft just purchased bethesda microsoft right. has yet to really make a foray into the vr space but they have this xbox series x that's like the the greatest ha- piece of hardware of all time do we think there might be something there, some kind of connection there? I mean, I don't know how Microsoft plays with Facebook. Do they get along well? Are, are they no. comfortable making games for Facebook? I would imagine not because they're they're competing Silicon Valley entities. So are we thinking that there's a chance, there's a chance that Microsoft is going to try to come out with another headset, another Windows VR, plug that ish it's... right into your Xbox and play Doom until your eyes fall <laughs> Honestly, out? Well, they already, yeah, they partnered with HP on the reboot okay. g2 so we've been waiting for them to like say oh it's gonna work on your xbox which they had no one said that at all yet but maybe one thing on the australian classification site i will tell you this this is how they rate the games so there's six categories why it got this rating so under sex nudity and drug use none they rated that as none but they said it's got a medium amount of language a very high amount of violence <laughs> and a pretty high amount of themes mature themes so does that lead towards this being a specific game? Maybe this is an exclusive that would come to the Xbox. I have no idea. But is that a certain game? Does that does that ring the bell and say, hey, I think that's this game? Doom. I don't Doom. <laughs> maybe maybe they're going to drop Doom on it. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it, they, if they do, they're probably going to try and make it some kind of exclusive, I guess, because it's no. Microsoft yeah. and they kind of need Doom to. or Wolfenstein. But Wolfenstein has some nudity, right? So this 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 has um, none. only that specific cutscene, and they can. I mean, they've got such a variety. They've got the original Wolfenstein games. They've got the original Doom games. They've got the new Doom games. The new Wolfenstein games. They, there's a lot to choose from just from those two IPs, and those IPs have huge followings. So we're not. Has there been a has there been a foray of Quake into VR yet? No. They, I know what they made, like Quake 2 VR, like a side mod or oh, something. Yeah. Only modders. Yeah. Only modders okay. have brought it Yeah, in. nothing official. Gotcha. So maybe it's that. They're finally, finally pulling that out of there. Mm-hmm. I wish. I wish. Yeah, especially if it's like a good like multiplayer. We, you know, a polished multiplayer VR game. You know, this one might have a chance to not have a dead player base. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> maybe. 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 The odds are not in If it's favor. got enough violence, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Destiny, is there anything of these titles that we've said that would interest you? Doom, Quake, any of that? Because I know you I like hear, shooters. Yes, I and I hear a lot of good things about Doom. So yeah, maybe if they were, it was to come to VR. But you said, did you say PSVR exclusive? 
No. No, no. We're thinking, if anything, maybe they would try to tie it to the Xbox. That's total speculation. Mm -hmm. There's no evidence of that. And we have that that rumor that we covered a little while ago that um, there was was some code in, I forget which Xbox game, but there was some code regarding a, oh, um, um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. There was some code found in it that indicated that it's going to one day support an Xbox VR headset. Um, Ooh, juicy. Yeah, it was like pre-set up to allow that integration on some level. Um, whether that was just them goofing around in code or what, like who knows? But um, right, I'm just saying, you know, the the stars are painting a picture here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, I'm gonna wrap up our news segment and hop us into the games. We got some exciting stuff. I've been looking forward to this. Um, first off, I'm going to. Uh, uh, just kind of lie back and kind of pass out while these two talk about their PlayStation VR exclusive. <laughs> just you know you want to hear about fume it. silently. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go grab a prop. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh no! I need this to help explain the things. Help, help um, explain what a PlayStation VR looks like. It's been so long well, since anybody no, paid attention. That. While you're doing that, uh, Fee said no one said a new Fallout regarding the. Uh, um, this is from the from the uh, the live stream chat. So so. Oh yeah, Fifi. Fallout seventy six VR. It's time for it. Yeah. You know, they really <laughs> want this thing to still make them money for some reason. They haven't given up on it yet. I don't think. We'll see. Uh, yeah, maybe seventy six. Try and bring it back again. Yeah, give yeah. it that yeah. VR oh, touch up. Well, so Adam, uh, <laughs> is not here because we have Alex <laughs> here, mm-hmm. uh, and Alex is a big psvr guy and we've both been playing some hitman 3 i know how i feel about it alex what do you think about hitman 3 what do i think about hitman 3 i'll, I'll let you know my first impressions and then i'll let you know how i felt after i marinated a little bit on those <laughs> thoughts but for, for those who don't know what hitman is has anybody here not played a hitman game it's possible Me. nobody has except for us me <laughs> you you if haven't played if uh, it's not horror or it's very specific shooter games. Destiny or CSGO. <laughs> or what? Okay. <laughs> CSGO, a.k.a. Pavlov. Yeah, yeah. If it isn't strictly CSGO or a horror game, Destiny, it's just, it's off our radar. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, but I have it. heard of it. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's a long running series and they recently kind of rebooted it last generation. Uh, but the crux of the game is you're kind of dropped into an environment where you have all these NPCs that have their own agenda of things that they're doing. And you're given a target in that environment. And your goal is to go in and you're a hitman to kill that target. Um, along the way, you have a <clears throat> variety of opportunities to make your way to the target. Because usually they're a high profile character. They're going to be in some kind of a, you know, secure situation surrounded by people. And if you get caught doing something wrong, of course, security guards are going to shoot at you or something like that. So the name of the game is figure out how to get to your target, how to take them out and how to get out of the environment um, without getting caught, without dying. Uh, Of course, you're free to kill anybody you want to in the level. Of course, that's not the goal of the game. Um, and you're also free to knock people out, hide their bodies, steal their clothes. Uh, you know, the, the famous examples are, you know, oh, this, this, you know, mafia boss is eating at a sushi restaurant. So I'm going to go in, sneak, uh, knock out one of the chefs, disguise myself as a chef, go out there, serve his food and give him some poison fish. And he dies and nobody's any the wiser. Um, so clever stuff like that. And so with this reboot of Hitman, this, we're, we're talking about the third one, but the, the series now is kind of this playground system where, 
Yeah, you, you have the simple objective. I think there's six levels in the game, but the whole point is that you replay the levels over and over again, trying to accomplish a goal through different means. So one, I might run in there as fast as I can, hit the guy over the head with a hammer, and then jump overboard and, and be done with the level. Or I might try to sneak in there and make him think that I'm his security guard and then strangle him with a necktie or stick his face in a toilet. Um, and, <laughs> and you get achievements for accomplishing these things. So they really incentivize replaying now. The, the new thing in Hitman VR, of course, is or in Hitman is the VR component. It's exclusive to PlayStation 4, I believe. Yeah. So although you can play Hitman 3 on your PS5, which we all love our PS5s, you're playing the PS4 version of VR, which is unfortunate, but it's kind of expected right now, given the status of Sony with the PlayStation 5. Um, so to bring it around back to what I said earlier, my initial thoughts was, my God, this is incredible. This is the only way I could ever play Hitman. This is absolutely fantastic. Look at me. I'm walking around on this boat, and I'm staring these people dead in the eye, pretending to be a security guard, and it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I was thrilled with the experience, and I, I finished the level, um, and the only reason I stopped was because it, it was my bedtime. <laughs> I came back the next day, and I played the game in flat mode, and it, it seemed I, I left with an experience of, I can see so much more stuff in the flat mode, and I have such a higher level of comfort playing in flat mode the, to where I feel more comfortable experimenting with things. So there's this weird uh, the, there's this weird line you have to set of, do I want to go through this environment and explore comfortably, or do I want to immerse myself hmm. in the actual feeling of being a hitman and, and interfacing with these NPCs in a way that you really do? Um, so... There's a line to draw there. Of course, we're all VR uh, enthusiasts. We're all more or less used to VR, so it's easier for us to decide what we want to do. But I, I think my my mode going forward now is going to be play through the level, really get the lay of the land in in the flat mode, and then go through and get all your accomplishments in VR mode where you have access to the, the real interactivity. Hmm. Um, Long-winded long way of saying I, I really enjoy the game. Jay Brett, I, I'm a, I have no idea what you think to be honest. What, what do you think? <laughs> well, quick question for my clarity. When you play flat, do you, is it third person? When you play yes, flat? it's third. It's only third person. Yeah. It's a, it's so, a third person shooter in flat. Yeah. So I played uh hitman two back in the day. So that was my experience with hitman before this. And when you're third person, it's such a different game too, because you can see your character, you can see the costumes you put on him. Yeah. You can kind of see around corners and stuff. So there's such a huge difference in, how it feels to be in the eyes of the hitman in the body, looking these people in the eyes, trying to avoid them looking at you. Like, like it's so much different when I walk my character behind someone I'm trying to sneak behind and I can see my character, I can see them. But when I'm in VR, I can't watch them while I'm trying to, I'm like ducking behind a counter and going, it's, it's a completely <laughs> yeah. different experience, but we would not be, we would not be explaining the game fully if we did not explain some of the weird decisions in how they mm. control the game. Well, actually, so would you say it's a better game for what you just described regarding like the visual aspect of how it changes third person versus VR? It, I think it's tough to say better. I mean, he, he makes a compelling case. I think it's a different game. I think you're <laughs> almost getting two games for the price of one. You have the same environments, but in terms of going through these environments and, and accomplishing these these challenges and tasks, you're accomplishing them totally differently. Because like he said, I'm not when I'm playing in VR, I'm not just going to sit by the corner and use my camera to cheese where the enemies are. When I play in VR and my, my target's right around the corner, I have to lean, and that exposes me, and people are looking at me, and I'm looking ridiculous, and the guards are like, what are you doing? That's so suspicious. I'm going to come over there and talk to you. Uh, <laughs> So it, it, it changes the See, dynamics of the game in a really, really great you have way. To use more like strategy, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
it yeah, is, you, and it, it feels like it's you. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like when you're playing Hitman in third person, you can pull your guns out and run around shooting and you can just go crazy. All of a sudden in VR, it feels like you're in this really tense situation and it, it has this level of tense craziness that I that I really like about it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really yeah. it's kind of revolutionary for VR when you're playing this game in VR versus anything I've played yet. Yeah, especially when you're strangling somebody. You, you, I feel you're mad about it every single time. Say what you want about the guy that I'm killing. I feel horrible every time I see my fingers wrapping around their neck and they're struggling and there's nothing I can do but watch the watch Just the consciousness leave their body. Yes. Yes. So that for me, the game I felt like it was a nine out of ten easily, mm-hmm. but the VR controls that they decided to use for it gave it like a six so i kind of balanced it somewhere around like yeah. a seven and a half and so the weirdness about it so i actually grabbed a dual shock from the lobby for the demonstration here so if you're watching you can see it. if not you just have to understand what i'm telling you but like you play it with a dual shock controller not two motion controllers like you usually would in vr you play it with a single dual shock controller so now when i want to make a fist and punch some guy to knock him out i have to pull the trigger to make a fist and i have to physically move the whole dual shock controller at him mm-hmm. to punch for, for, and that was the for clarity for those that aren't like familiar on the lingo for the the PlayStation series. The DualShock controller is like the that come with the console, like the standard yeah. PlayStation yeah. Four controller. The standard controller gamepad, yeah. yeah. It has yeah. some motion controls to it, a little bit of light sensor that works with the camera. So that that's how it's picking up the motion. But yeah, it's it's certainly a weird feeling to be punching somebody in the head with the butt of your controller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's not bad, though. When you're strangling with it, it kind of feels right. But when it came to the guns, I don't even mm-hmm. use the guns unless I have to because it was just too awkward to try and aim the gun with the dual shot controller. That was just driving me crazy. Yeah, uh, they, they do have like a laser target you can do if you like pull the yeah. trigger a little bit. It's so incredibly sensitive. And the weird thing is you line up with the laser, but then because you have to squeeze the trigger a little bit harder to shoot and the gun's so sensitive, I always miss. Absolutely every single time. <laughs> yeah. That was the one bad decision. If it wasn't for that, if you played this with motion controls, the game as it stands now, I would say this would be one of my top VR games of all time. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. how I feel. I love that there's so many ways to kill someone. I mean, I know in one mission, you can like go in and, and kill them. You can do, but you can even like poison some food and give it to the waiter to go search them. You never even have to see the target yeah. and you can kill them nice. this way. Yeah. It's, it's such a unique game. The whole Hitman series is it's something different. And it's the one thing that's just killing this game for me is this weird control style. And as I get used to it, it's so much better because you get immersed. But when you first get to yeah. it, if you're going to get this game, tell yourself, OK, I'm going to spend an hour getting used to the controller before I'm going to actually get to enjoy the game because you've got to get used to this. It's a, it's just a weird style. Yeah, the, the one recommendation the I saw somebody who played the game uh, re- request from the developers, and I think it's a really good idea, is if they would implement the Resident Evil 7 style controls where you're using the standard controller. It's just like a normal video game. But when you have guns, you're aiming with the headset. So you're looking, yeah. aiming across here with your head, and you just pull the trigger to fire. So it, it maintains that brain body connection with the controller so you have that you know fluency with the movement and the gameplay without interrupting it with this weird motion controller and the dual shock's not the best tracking device mm-hmm. uh it's probably maybe the worst vr controller yeah. you can imagine if you're looking for motion controls yeah so many weird choices um yeah but beyond that, it's so it's so good. It's so cool. I just hate that I have to like throw that caveat on there yeah. of like, but the controls are weird because yeah. I would say this is I paid 64 bucks for the deluxe and I feel like that was definitely worth it. I'm going to go buy Hitman one and two just to import those levels and play them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I'm going to buy those too. Cause it's that worth it. Um, I didn't feel any sort of, I don't think, I don't think you'd get motion sick in this. If you move slowly, there is a run button, but I feel like they implemented the smoothness of it really well. All, all they need to do is sort the controls. And this would be probably a top five VR game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's certainly one of the highlights of the PlayStation VR catalog, which, <laughs> which has been really uh, sad and pathetic recently. It's amazing. That they, they chose to have this come out. The one downside is we're sitting on PlayStation fives. Now we're wanting Sony to do something with them. We're hearing about games coming out with PlayStation five enhancements for the PSVR, but seemingly this doesn't have it, even though it is a game with a free PS five upgrade. We're still kind of playing that PlayStation four and a half stuff going on oh. where, <laughs> where you, you, the, the gameplay's hindered or not the gameplay, the graphics are hindered because they're still trying to appease that last generation. And you know, if this game has some timed exclusivity and it comes out on the PC VR, I think that's going to be a really incredible game if they can get that out on, on the PC VR, but who knows if Sony just threw stupid amounts of money at them mm. to keep it on the yeah, PS. Exclusive. Some, someone said they were like, I think they used the DualShock just so there wouldn't be a way to play this on PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I could see yeah that. that's, that's true. So for those that like, you know, they've, they've got their PlayStation five, they've, they just got Hitman, but they don't have a PS VR yet but they really want to play this game in VR as opposed to flat screen. Maybe they're holding out on the experience or whatever the case may be. Do you think they should wait to, to get like, wait and see, does Sony do anything and get a new, a new VR headset for the, the Sony systems? Or do you think they should just jump in and get a PlayStation VR for this? What, 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 what should they do? I think considering the fact that we've heard nothing from Sony regarding the next PlayStation VR, even though we all kind of feel like it's coming, right? Like that, that's the that's the rumbling we have in our tummy. Um, I I think we since we don't know, as soon as we hear something, it's going to be a year, year and a half out before it's realized. So time is of the essence. You want to you got this game, you want to play it, you want to play it in VR. Jump on it now. I don't think the prices on the on the systems are going to get any lower. There are some sweet deals every once in a while, and there's probably a lot of people out there who are tired of the PSVR, so you could probably get it cheap on eBay or something like that. But uh, I, I certainly say don't don't hold out for PSVR two. Go ahead and grab it now. There, there's plenty of good stuff you could be playing on that thing, especially now that they're rolling out some of these PS five enhancements as well. Mm-hmm. Good answer. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did I did I pass? You passed. Did I you passed. <laughs> I'm you still passed just salty. It's only on PlayStation. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Was there was there anything you want? Any other questions, Destiny? This is something you guys aren't going to get to play. So, is there anything else that we're not thinking about that people might want to know about the game? Not that I can think of as far as questions, but I'll just say one thing that I thought was cool. You had mentioned as far as the replayability, them enhancing that with the different ways you can um, like kill or whatever. And Rip might agree. That kind of reminds me of how they did Phantom Ops or Phantom mm-hmm. Covert Ops or whatever, the kayaking game. It's kind of the same way. So I, I do love games like that where it kind of gives you that um, that variety of different mm-hmm. ways that you can mm-hmm. you know interact with the game. So that's cool. It does sound like a really cool game. I'm kind of upset now that maybe it didn't come to <laughs> other platforms, but I get it. I get it. Well, hopefully you could just you could oh, go ahead. You, you could just play it in flat mode and put your face right up against the screen. It's, <laughs> it's the exact same experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hopefully we get um for for Destiny and us uh, on on uh, 
uh, on Destiny and us, Destiny and I. Hopefully, for us on uh, the superior systems, but for some reason, mm. Uh, mm. without the Sony <laughs> exclusives. Um, <laughs> we will be getting, hopefully, uh, all but confirmed, Splinter Cell in VR at some point down the line. And hopefully that will kind of like scratch that itch of a AAA stealth game. Because there's, like, as you guys have kind of pointed out, there's a lot of room for that. Uh, hell, even yeah. Affle- Half-Life, Half-Life Alex showed you can have some really cool stealth stuff going on um yeah alex was very much like you kind of just do what you're supposed to there's it's still fun because you're like you have to figure out what you're supposed to do and how you do it is a lot of fun that you know this steam is or not valve is specialized and like perfected the on rails gameplay experience but definitely seeing you know some some of the good stuff we probably won't see like a metal gear solid we probably won't see i don't know what else i'm missing I, I don't like play a ton of these but um definitely splinter cell will probably be like the next big thing for hopefully for for us and on pc yeah well tying into bethesda their new game coming out you know one of the one of the big ips that they have that we haven't heard much is oh, what's it called it begins with a d not division does anybody know you guys aren't <laughs> console gamers <laughs> uh, i mean what's i am called? but uh okay doom Wait, uh, what? Which? Which? Not, uh, the, the, uh, okay, Bethesda. There's two of them. There's two of them, and you're like a stealth dishonored. Oh that's yeah, it. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if Bethesda's working on a new VR game, Dishonored VR. It'd be it'd be perfect. But the oh fact that gosh. it's a high gore game, a high violence game, maybe in VR that enhances the violence. I don't know, but I'm just spitting killing a lot of people. That's one IP they haven't touched. Yeah, and it would scratch that itch. I mean, it's more or less like a like a more uh steampunk hitman style game i guess you know not you only that's a really good point though like and, and talk about a perfect game for teleportation option options the game is yeah, entirely yeah. based on teleporting around and using all your cool ab- i could totally see that in vr now that you said that and like yeah. my, my mind's racing here <laughs> yeah yeah bethesda give me money i gave you the idea give me money. <laughs> i mean I, we could wish that was the game we were talking about earlier before we move on i've just got i got to clarify a couple things to just Splinter Cell, like, there's so many, when we talk about stealth games, typically stealth games are like hide and kill and hide and kill. Hitman has impersonation and, like, deception, which is what changed it so much. Does Splinter Cell have any of that? No. Like, the the fact that you pretend to be someone in Hitman and you walk through with this confident air, like, that is what draws me in because there's a bit of strategy to it, too. Right. And I don't, I'm not into the games where I'm just, like, hiding from a camera and then ducking and then hiding from someone. A good stealth game is less, I mean, the basics of a stealth game would be just, like, hiding behind stuff and avoiding cameras or the the vision of an enemy AI. But really, when a stealth game shines is not when it's about just those systems though those should be done really well you know you should have good ai and make sure it doesn't feel unfair on the player while also making it feel difficult but a good stealth game is about the tools you're using and hitman 3's tools might be a little different but the premise is very much the same in that it, it hitman 3 is all about giving you all these options right that's what we were talking about you can poison them you can you can put on all these disguises, right? And that's what makes it so fun. Then you've got stuff like my personal favorite, which is Metal Gear Solid Five, which is like tools galore um, in terms of how you can approach situations. It's got a lot of combat yeah. options, but it certainly gives you a ton of things in the stealth. You can't impersonate anyone, but you have to, if you really want to go that stealth route, you got you got to work for it. You got to think of really interesting ways like Hitman, 
that that allow you to complete your missions and that's that's what's so cool about a good stealth game is it's not about just you know it's not a shooting gallery anymore you it you are simultaneously in combat in in a around enemies but it's not a shooting game anymore it's you need to solve problems to continue and and that's what's so cool about the stealth genre i think yeah, yeah, that's that's sure. what Hitman's where it's hitting me because there's like things where like you can hide and listen to what someone says and they might give away a point like, oh, this person's yeah. supposed to be meeting with this person today. And so like you like, no, OK, instead of doing this whole trying to kill them here, I can go take that person's clothes and wait for them to have this meeting and they're going to be totally, totally easy to kill in this situation rather than having to go in where all the security is at. So it's like that side of it is what's so cool. And I just feel like I haven't seen anything like that in VR before that it. it that it really feels like it's this stands alone mm-hmm. in what it is. Right. Hmm. Joey says Starfield as a VR. I don't think that's got enough violence to be the the Bethesda. <laughs> that's the that's the one we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, right? yeah. Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> that would be It'd crazy. Be hey, g- give me that in VR. Oh my God. But, uh, well, I... well, it's it's also gonna be, I think, solely a VR game, is what's being reported. So there's no way Starfield's uh, gonna be only yeah. VR. There's just too much money at stake right um all right uh, i'm gonna move us on so um last week we had uh abshar from vr fitness and he highly recommended a game a new a new, fairly new game called ragnarok it's it's fairly new right when it, do you remember when it came out i must i hadn't even heard of it yeah exactly that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't yeah, necessarily mean it's time i've heard of it new. i just Okay. No. I ask you these questions so that I can buy time to fact check myself. So it released. <laughs> <laughs> so it released December seventeenth. So yeah, very new. Um, somehow flew under our radar, but he was like just glowing about how fun this game is. I was like, you know, I love Beat Saber. I love. I, I'm like, VR is suddenly where I want to play these rhythm games. Like, it, ne- never on flat screen, but VR, it's suddenly a blast. It turns out. Um, and also, I like a bit of exercise. So. I, I bought it. I tried it. And oh my gosh, Jay, you got it. Destiny, you don't play a lot of them, but you may, if you like mm-hmm. like metal or... Of course. Well, then try this game because <laughs> it's so fun. Um, maybe skip the first two songs. They're not... like The first one's okay, and then the second one sounds like, as I described to, to Jay earlier, it sounds kind of like the like one of those like intro songs on an old like 2000s cartoon. Like 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 an or like a like a newer Scooby Doo song sort of a deal. Um, really, it's kind of awful. That's the second song, and I was like, I'm like these are all right. I don't know what he was talking about, but then every song Do from you there, song? you're like hyped as hell. We're, nice. Yeah, it's like, but is it like Beat Saber where you can go through a menu and you choose your own song, or do you have to go through a certain order? So. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. So you pick a song. Um, you have you have your various difficulties. It, it gives you three difficulties with a, a number associated eth- with each one. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. easy and medi- easy, medium, and hard. It has to the song an easy, medium, and hard. But it's like this song might have a difficulty settings of one, four, and then seven, whereas this one's got like two, five, and eight right like each set of each each of those options can be a little bit harder than the last one you did and they kind of vary in terms of what each difficulty mode will be um and the general game for those who are like what is he talking about so ragnarok is you are on a viking ship in vr and you've got like 
like Viking, like you got bagpipes or you got, I don't know, just like whatever is appropriate for Vikings. <laughs> and you've got this like heavy metal going, or sometimes it's not just heavy metal, but usually it's got like metal of some Scooby-Doo. sort. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> well, not Scooby-Doo heavy for the rest Scooby-Doo. of them. Thank God. <laughs> um, that one was like, I was like, this is awful. Um, unless you like that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, what was I going to say? But yeah, so you're so you have four drums in front of you and these two shields, and you're playing the drums according to these like runes that are coming at you, um, and you just hit the drum, the corresponding drum for where the room's going to land, and you want to hit it on time. If you miss a note, you lose your streak, and if you build up a streak, you can hit these big old shields on the side, kind of like this like Guitar Hero style, where like you would get the little like once you start doing well enough, you like can like you rock out yeah, you rock out yeah that's it so there's a very it's equivalent to that um but the whole thing is that the better you're playing the faster your ship goes and then you can like double or triple your speed based off hitting the shields and when you're playing multiplayer which is a i think a better executed in this than um beat saber because you're you're on your ship but not but all the other people in the multiplayer are also on their ships and you're racing at that point. So you're, you want your ship to be front and center. You are like, you, you feel the pressure to like, just play these drums perfect and like race ahead. And, and you can like look to the sides and see these ships though. On the harder difficulties, you don't have time. Um, (laughs) I barely like on the harder difficulties. I feel like I barely had time to like find time to hit the shield. I'd like look for a little pause in the music. Be like, all right, that right there. I got to hit all these notes and then hit the shield. Um, this sounds like the perfect game for Rip. <laughs> That's from our chat, Natalie. <laughs> you know it, Nat. Um, super fun game. You guys should play this. Uh, do you do you play much Beat Saber or any of that sort of game, Alex? I, You know, I was like the one person that didn't really jive with Beat Saber. I, I understood the appeal and it was, it was fun for an evening. But after that, I was kind of like, all right, I, I get it. I see what's going on. Um, I really enjoyed Attica, what I played of that, okay. although the music was never quite uh, my speed. But th- there certainly is a... Uh, oh, Box VR. I love that one. For some reason. I don't know. I think the <laughs> punching just feels better to me than slicing and dicing. Yeah. Um, even though game. I hit myself in the face a handful of times. Um, it's that That's a fun game. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this kind of games. What you're describing sounds really exciting, um, especially if there's like a decent context to the race and it kind of raises the stakes a bit. I think... With Beat Saber, um, you know, Guitar Hero kind of exhausted me on the uh, music slash performance slash uh, rhythm action game for rhythm action's sake. Right. Um, and Beat Saber is in that same vein. It's rhythm action for the rhythm action's sake. I, I'd really like to have some context to it. So racing a ship might be what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that that sounds sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and and the music will get you hyped if nothing else. It's 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 got some compared to like Beat Saber and most of the other songs that like you know either either you've got like all these pirated songs so that you can play your games all uh modded Beat Saber or you know they've they spent whatever limited budget they could and you have all these like built in songs right um this this group they've got first off they got an actually an assortment of uh, different artists that that made a song for this so you get a good variety you get some really cool stuff it doesn't you know beat saber if when you play the default songs they're, they're all 
obviously different songs, but they kind of all feel very similar. It doesn't feel like the genre is changing much. It, like if you don't like the first three songs of Beat Saber, you probably won't like the rest of them um, in terms of default songs. Whereas this one's got in, in, in the words of IGN, it's got a little something for everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, I just want to bang one out to Scooby Doo. You got me pumped for it. <laughs> oh my gosh! How much? How much is the game? How much does it cost? So this is actually my favorite part. It's twenty bucks, which I felt was super appropriate for this game. Um, yeah, yeah. For that, for that to be the not no no sale going on, just a straight nineteen ninety nine, and you've got yourself a really solid game. Um, Especially if the multiplayer, it definitely does sound you know a lot better than the beat mm-hmm. saber multiplayer. Yeah. So that's cool. And I mostly just play the solo because I, I I don't know I, I sometimes don't want that like pressure. Um, right. And, especially right. when you're new. Yeah. yeah especially <laughs> when you're new. Same. Yeah. I, I was looking at like some of the top scores for these other people. I was like, oh my gosh, how do they get that? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's it's pretty sweet. Um, I also like that the I think generally the leaderboards and scores integrated a bit better than Beat Saber, which is always the one to compare to. Um, in it's also a, just a gorgeous game. It definitely falls on the style of like that kind of indie tunes, you know, kind of like what we're seeing right now here. Um, so it's not like super detailed immersive graphics. It's more like about the art style, but it's got a really cool art style. Um, yeah, I just now got the the pun with the name Ragnarok. I just now got it. <laughs> just now got it. Great. It makes me think of Ragnar yeah. from the show Vikings. Mm-hmm. I I guess it was I, I saw the title, so I didn't like think about it's it's Ragna and then Enter Rock. So so it like was yeah. a little more obvious like with Ragna the image and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragna Ragnarok colon. Rock and roll songs beat saber game mm-hmm. is what the full title. <laughs> no, <laughs> should should be the so, full title. Should be the full title. Maybe should be. Um, uh, w- with Scooby Doo also. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Scooby Doo. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this game, just just to let you guys know, if you're like, you know, is this like a popular game? Usually, you can tell if the game's actually good based off like, does it have any decent amount of like reviews? This thing has 400 Steam reviews, which for a VR game is pretty good and it's very positive on steam so if you don't want to take my word for it the steam community is pretty happy about it too all right nice. add it to the list add it to the list i can dig it um we'll keep this one short because uh, we, we've talked about this game in depth so many times but uh gorn just released or releases releases tomorrow releases tomorrow on, on quest. quest so I... jay tell for those that are you know they haven't been listening to all the episodes. They don't know what Gorn is. What, why is it a big deal? Why should they be excited about this? Well, it's a gladiator simulator. And if you're a quest player, you don't have blade and sorcery, which is like the top notch one. Mm-hmm. So Gorn, it's a gladiator. It's gory. It's coming out tomorrow. And the reason I would get it, even if I already had it on another one, having it wirelessly on quest, oh, yeah. you're just so free. You're so free. I'm uh, tomorrow. I'm going to mark out my entire garage as my play space. I'm going to empty that thing out and I'm going to run around physically mm-hmm. and actually <laughs> fight these guys without using my joysticks. Mm-hmm. If you do buy it, one weird thing, I just got to warn you. First thing it defaults 
to this weird movement style oh, yeah, where you grab right. the world and move it, and it makes you play the first <laughs> test thing in this style. You can't even go to options first and change it. The minute that's over, go to options, turn on the locomotion because that is terrible. But Quest yeah. people are excited. They've been waiting on something like this. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just look at like in general what people or what what kind of YouTube uh, VR games are popular, it's pretty much it, it, a good part of it is like Gorn. It's 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 Blade and Sorcery. You just see so much of that. So I know a lot of people have this on their radar. Super excited for for you, Quest guys, to finally have access to this. Um, all right, gonna move us on though. Destiny. This was another one I was super excited about. You played Blair Witch. Is that correct? Yes, I finally got around to it. Like, I think I bought it the day it came out, or at least the <laughs> week of. But I just now got around to playing it. But um, so I'll say for some people who don't know, it's already been available in PC for a while. But um, it's I'm really impressed that they the way they delivered it, it's almost identical to the PC version. Like, they did very well, like, keeping it, you know, pretty accurate. So, anyways, um, another weird thing about this game, or I guess not weird, but another cool thing for people who aren't necessarily into horror games, this is a, like, a first-person, like, story-driven, like, psychological horror game, but it's not a typical horror game in the sense Hmm. that there's going to be, like, a bunch of, like, jump scares, gore, it's not it's almost a little bit more of like a puzzle type game oh if that makes any sense and um and so like basically there is this missing boy and then you're this guy who joins in on the investigation and then as you're going through the woods you have to like look for clues or like pick up things as you work your way through it so it is it's really cool i love the blair witch um the movie in general so it's i'm just happy to see something like this like a big title like this come to vr Mm because i know we literally had been talking about that because we've been asked before like what games we'd like to see come to vr (laughs) and this was one of them and so it's like i said i think it's huge it's definitely a step in the right direction Mm -hmm. and it's nice to see other like a variety of horror games coming but um i don't remember the price i want to say it was 30 20 or 30 i think it it was on steam I bought it through it's Quest. It's a Quest exclusive, I oh. think. Quest. Well, I think it's oh, so it, it's when it was on PC. That was it an Oculus exclusive or was it? Well, see, so there is the PC version, but then I think there is the Oculus Quest exclusive version. So this is this is not like a VR add-on to the no, pre-existing no. Blair Witch game. This is now more Blair Witch VR, but maybe they don't call it that. Mm-hmm. And it's yes, only like on this Quest. One, it's not a port or anything like this. Was completely made for vr mm. like it's so it's two Excellent. separate yeah. games um but like i said they're almost identical so i feel like people who are playing either or aren't really missing anything other than obviously the vr version the immersion was a lot of fun because i'll say a lot of people and they might agree with me on this the best part of the game is you get a dog and you get to like choose his color and his collar and like scratch him and give him of like you know, lots of love and all this. Oh yeah, this, <laughs> I, I love it. Like I'm actually going to share a video soon of probably just oh, please the do. dog. Like <laughs> the but, uh, the one question one question I have about the game. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember from the Blair Witch movie that came out back in the day is that there's people standing in corners and for some reason that's completely terrifying. 
I just want to know, do you see somebody standing with their face in a corner in this game? <laughs> no, or at least I haven't gotten to that point yet. Okay. But okay. The, the, what the part you're talking about survive. happened at the very, very, very end of the movie. And so yeah. I will let you know once I finish the game to the very end. Yeah, but, I need um, to know. But yeah, and so as far as like the uh, the price, I think it's good. Like for people who are horror film fanatics, they would probably want to go ahead and pay that price like me. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a, like said, a typical scary, gory game, the price might be better if it goes on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like the motion sickness, I love that they really thought out the... Um, like as far as the comfort, it, it offers that teleportation. Like it goes through all the different settings, so nice. you know you can choose whatever you're more comfortable with. But um, so yeah, I like I said I enjoyed it. It's it's not actually one of my top favorite VR scary games, but I definitely will keep playing it. Okay, do you think it is for those that are big like Blair Witch fans? Do you think it's particularly true to the movies in terms of like what you would expect for a game does it really take it and and does it also like take advantage of the fact that it's in vr in any special ways it does like i mean it it, seeing it in vr they really nailed it like it is Mm -hmm. a good vr game but as far as like any comparison to the movie almost not at all like Ah. because the Blair Witch is actually my favorite horror movie and um like Jay's even seen like I've made some really cool like replicas and stuff from the movie but (laughs) it is not one of the same like it's so yeah in that aspect it is disappointing like I said I already kind of knew that going into it because of the PC version being that way so but like other horror movie games like Friday the 13th like that one, oh my gosh, if they brought that to VR, like that would, That'd be it would sweet. be phasmophobia. Yeah, like a run for its money. Like that would be super, super legit and fun. But like I said, since this one's a little bit more puzzle-ish, like if I had to come up with a game for the Blair Witch, it would not be like this. Mm-hmm. So hmm. it, it's cool for what it is, but okay. don't don't go into it expecting much (laughs) and i know you like don't get scared by anything these days but is it still a good horror you you said it has like a lot of puzzle mechanics that's that's great for like people like me that like just don't really want to spend their time strapped into a vr headset just to scare myself Um, but (laughs) for for those that are a little bit more hardcore want to get scared want the genuine horror experience does this does this game provide that no i think that like i said i think if you go into this expecting something like that you are going to be disappointed so you you're also a terrible person to ask that i feel like (laughs) you'll say that about a game and i'll be crapping my pants the entire game so i don't know if anyone should trust that opinion Uh, well and i i think after playing phasmophobia in vr like it just it has set the bar so high for horror games for me. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Not a comparison. <laughs> well, and like I said, and if we're going to talk about horror games in general, mm-hmm. comparing it to other games being brought to VR, Friday the 13th would be so much better. That'd but be it's cool. Like, I, I am glad to see it. So I'm not going to complain too much. Just a little. 
Well, Jay, you'll have to, it's okay. you know, for for to give us a a, a more normal person perspective. <laughs> yeah, I, either yeah, you'll play it, it from the uh, Alex. You can play it, and maybe we'll, we we might let you back on if you tell us how the Blair Witch. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, that that's my ticket. Okay, yeah, that's my again? ticket back in. Okay. Oh, you don't have the quest though, because it's only on quest, which is so. I'm just dumb. gonna lie to you. I'll just lie to you. <laughs> I want back on. I need no to idea. double check because I don't know if it stayed <laughs> that way. Well, I don't know. Well, since they're not doing uh, PC. VR support anymore it, it might it mm. might say quest I could be wrong I'll, I'll double check on that mm. well I have one last question um, obviously anytime a game gives you a dog there's a pretty obvious fear of what could happen <laughs> oh how do you feel about that potential fear coming to light oh it scares me for sure like the whole time you just want to protect your, your dog and it's cool because you get like a little whistle and so you can like call him and bring him back mm. and stuff so just Keep him, keep him by you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just take care of him. All right. And with that, I'm going to move us on from the game section and into our discussion section. But first, before we continue, we want to tell you real quick about this week's discussion segment sponsor. You might have heard of them. We've mentioned them a lot here on this podcast. And it is Asterion. I'm actually, you know what? Before I continue, uh, uh, Jay, you want to you wanna take this? Excuse me. Take this one. You know, spice it up. I, I talk a lot. <laughs> uh, you you guys know about us too, and they make some of the best VR stands. If you're watching the live stream, you can actually see this thing right here. It turns on. It changes colors. <laughs> it cycles through all these colors, and you can even have it just cycle on its own. It holds any VR headset. It has a USB port on the side that you can charge your Quest. You can charge your PSVR move controls. You can charge your phone with it. It looks gorgeous in any setting. I own so many of them. It's ridiculous. And if you want to get your own, go to AsterianProducts.com. Use the code full dive. It's all one word. Check the show notes. Check the description if you need spelling of any of that. It's all there. And if you want this or if you already have one and you want something like this that holds your headphones specifically, they have a vertex there. They have skins for your controllers. They have all kinds of stuff there. Use that code. Get $5 off anything $19.99 or more on the store. And then they tell us, hey, another happy person bought with your code and you're doing great, which we've been told several times and we like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And and every I mean truly everyone who's gotten this thing and has told us what they thought, everyone's everyone's loved it. Like it, it, you just can't go wrong with this thing. It's so nice. No way. Yeah, it appeases to everybody. It does. All right now. So kind of a big deal, Sony. You know they're they're huge in gaming, and we the VR industry definitely was pushed forward in a big way when they came out with the PlayStation VR. They quickly became the best-selling uh, VR headset, and they 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 basically did what Facebook's doing right now, which is like oh, totally overshadowing everything that's happening on PC in terms of sales. Now, since then, however, Facebook has kind of taken up that mantle. They've been really showing Sony, hey, your headset's really cheap, but it's also not really good. And here's a cheap headset that happens to also be pretty darn good for its price point. And Sony, so far, has not answered the call. In fact, we have heard kind of not so exciting things. So far, the only rumors we've had regarding a PlayStation VR 2 have actually been that they don't have plans. They The only rumors have been that they truly, like, they might just drop it. They, they We don't know. There's still... But we also have like these, you know, Hitman 3 just released with PlayStation VR support. So clearly it's not dead. You know, there's still 
and it's and it's an exclusive if if sony did not care about their vr they wouldn't have asked for the hitman 3 franchise and ip to strictly be on playstation vr so what's going on what are we expecting I- i'm gonna kind of let alex and jay really take off on this one from here because they're the they're the playstation vr owners and and hopefully i know a lot of our audience plays playstation vr um exclusively so what do you guys think what's going on here yeah i i mean we we have a you know six a handful of things that give you no hope. And then you have a handful of things that give you some hope. Um, the, the handful of things that give you no hope, kind of like what you mentioned, is the support's dwindling. Uh, there's not been much said. Um, and just overall, you see Facebook is now this new giant in the marketplace that, that wasn't there when the PSVR first came out. Mm-hmm. So all these things combined make you think like, yeah, of course, they've, they've, they've hung it up and they're done. Just like they did with the Vita uh, and handheld gaming, they're, they're ready to quit. The thing that gives me hope, the things that give me hope are we're constantly seeing new patents come out of Sony um, that that indicate a push for VR technology. We're seeing things. Oh, they got something wireless. Oh, they got something they can see where your eyes are looking. They got so, this new controller that's got these weird buttons right. in it. <laughs> but we can only trust patents as far as we can throw them, right? They're, the, you know, I don't know what percentage of patents that we see in the gaming sphere uh, come to fruition, <laughs> Not many. right? I mean, I mean, remember all the patents that came out when the Nintendo Wii came out and we thought it was going to be like this projector that sits in the middle of your room and projects the game all around the house or something like that. Like it's pretty, it turns out it's just a, this waggle controller, which was cool at the time, but it's way far off from what we were predicting from the patents that we saw. So who knows what Sony's going for? Um, that being said, the, one of the lead uh, was it might've been Cerny or one of the VPs of Sony came out and said, yeah, VR still, you know, it's still in our sites. It's still an important part of the PlayStation ecosystem. So on one hand, I feel like they're, they're too invested and they had really good success with the PSVR and people who bought into the PSVR really enjoyed it, but it was maybe 1% of the market share when compared to the PS4. Um, and they've really got their hands full with the PS5, just getting enough out there for right. people to buy. Um, and then keeping the hardware running smoothly because you're starting to see weird things happen with it. So I, I just don't know what they have, uh, when, when they're going to have the time to start developing this next next generation PSVR. Um, and there's the big question mark. Is it going to be wireless? Is it going to be standalone? How are we going to leverage the power of the PlayStation 5 to give us the best VR experience that we have um, and honestly, I just feel like they're probably waiting for, you know, 5G, see how, how well that streaming can work locally um, and try to cut out that link that like the Oculus link has. But th- those are the things that, that I'm kind of weighing in my head constantly as I'm evaluating is, is there a future in PSVR too? I don't know, Jay Brown, how, how have you been feeling about PSVR and its future? Oh, so... Sony had such an iron fist grip on the bottom of the market and they've had so many patents and things come out. And what it looked like they were going to go for with PSVR two was they were going to keep that iron grip. They were going to keep the bottom of the market. They were going to make a headset that kept up with everything else. It was going to have capacitive finger tracking of every finger. So it was going to be like the valve index for the PSVR and maybe even wireless, maybe even multiple could connect. But what I feel like happened, and this is just my theory, there's no proof of this. I feel like they had this fully in the works. And then Oculus Quest 2 said, not only are we going to come out, we're going to come out dirt cheap. And Sony, they're really smart. They know business stuff. They said, well, F. Right. We can't even compete with that at all. 
with what we're trying to do here. We need to just pump the brakes and wait. And now they're trying to see, well, where, where do we land in the market now? Do we make something that's way better than everything else and try and jump into that top end? Because we're pretty certain Quest 2 is running at a loss. They're selling them at a loss, and Sony is probably not going to want to do that with their headset. So they're like, okay, how do we make a meaningful PSVR 2 that stands up to this reputation of being one of the better selling ones without just getting lost in the middle like the HP Reverb G2 and other headsets do? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why he said, it's coming, it's going to happen in the future, but it's not anytime soon because they're probably waiting to see how can we innovate in a way that's going to innovate better than anyone else has. Because if you come out with a headset right now that's just as good as everything else, there's no reason for anybody to buy that unless it's cheaper, and it can't be cheaper than the Quest 2. That that was the one of the best and worst things Facebook could have done to the VR industry as a whole. Right. They, they're pushing it out there to everyone, which is great, but they're killing innovation across the board because now no one can afford to compete with them. Right. It's true. Uh, that, that's, it hurts well, me. Go ahead, Alex. So, so the the one thing I think Sony has going for them, and I alluded to it, and we we don't know if it's going to pan out, leveraging the power of the PlayStation 5. I mean, we all know that PCs are the most powerful way to do any kind of gaming, right? Because they're always on the cutting edge. But we also know that consoles are so popular, and there's so many people buying these because they're so simple that they kind of set the bar and set the kind of the average standard of where our gaming technology is landing. And so... Whereas you have the Quest, which is still using kind of glorified mobile architecture, right? It's just like a really good, uh, you know, smartphone from maybe two years ago plugged into a VR headset. If Sony is able to leverage the power of the PlayStation 5, offload all of the processing power to the PlayStation 5 while still uh, achieving that standard that we're getting for the PlayStation 5's graphics across the generation, then there's an opportunity to save money, right? Is They're not trying to waste money packing in this processing power into a headset if the PlayStation 5 can do all that work for them. So then they can redirect that money into, you know, wonderful tracking, great controllers that they're still going to charge us 150 bucks for, and hopefully some really good screens with really high refresh rates, which, you know, Sony's great about that. They're always excellent with screens, so I'm not worried about that. that that's what's going to be the seller right there, is the resolution, the screen, the refresh rate combined with the power of the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, K27 from chat brings up a good point. The biggest problem with the PlayStation VR is still is, and, and still is, is the price point definitely needs to be lower. You mentioned that Quest made that really difficult with their $300 price point, but he's got a good point in that consoles are going for people generally. You know, I mean, consoles have some amount of like, you know, they've got convenience over PCs and they've got, an an amount of reliability over pcs but generally the reason people get a playstation vr and not a gaming pc is because just straight up it's cheaper most people you know there's plenty of people that just have a wage that means they have to save up for a playstation 4 right not not a thousand dollar rig let alone adding on to when the playstation vr release that thing was selling for five hundred dollars that's a lot um so I don't think they can do that now. I don't think they can release a $500 VR headset, um, but not with what Quest is doing. So what what do you guys think about K27's point? I I think... Go ahead. ahead. It started at $500. A year later, it was $450. A year later, it was $350. And now we're almost five years in, and it's still $350. That is insane. They could have sold 10 million units if they would have dropped it to $250. 
and they never did like they just left it there Mm -hmm. and i i never understood why it boggled my mind and it still boggles my mind that they sit on shelves at 350 that's too much money it's been too much money for years now it's way too much money now right um yeah i I but the, but the price point of the PlayStation Five it's one of the most expensive consoles of all time now right five hundred bucks people are paying upwards of thousand dollars for it. Sony has proven now that the average video game player has reached an age where they make their own big boy or big girl money and they have their own paycheck and they're not asking mom and dad for that cash and so they're willing to drop you, you know Sony jumped the gun of the PlayStation Three and they lost that bet they lost that gamble with the expensive console but now they're they're back in here. With this high-priced premium console, you know, Kazurai, you're going to want to get a second job to pay for this. And so they prove that we're willing to pay a lot of money for it. Maybe they can prove it again with a PlayStation Five, if it with a PlayStation Five VR, if it really wows us. And it, it's almost a challenge, right? You have Oculus being this budget for everybody PlayStation or VR system. Um, Sony can come in take their lunch and say, listen, we don't want your cell phone games. We want PlayStation 5 games that go all around your head. And I, I think that's what they need to aim at. And yeah, it's it's going to suck that it's more expensive than the Oculus. But 400 bucks, you got people who've been sitting on the PS5 for two years now. They've saved that money back up. They're ready to drop it again for some new gaming experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also mentioned, you know, th- th- what's really important for these, uh, these people is selling at a loss. Now, it's actually... Um, you, you said, Jay, that, that Sony might not want to sell the loss, but actually I think that's not true because Sony, if anything, I mean, just generally game console companies in general, their whole premise is selling at a loss. They, their whole shtick is that you sell that like the what it takes to make these consoles costs a good bit more than what they're selling them for, even with the PlayStation 5. It's, it's incredible, actually, what they've jam-packed in there. Um, but the place the trouble with the playstation vr obviously it's selling games you know the the hit the the hitman ip wouldn't have been sold with an exclusivity for the playstation vr if they weren't expecting to make bank on that right because i'm sure they paid some amount of money to make that happen now do they make enough bank to sell that kind of hardware is another question do they have that extra dough coming in from all their vr specific playstation sell sales that they can therefore compete with because that's how facebook's doing it there's no way that quest is actually built for anything less than like six hundred dollars um and probably more i I don't know but um they're selling at a loss because they can afford to do that most of the other companies can't do that you know hp they pretty they got to sell that thing for what it's worth vive they got to sell that thing for what it's worth um Sony, Valve, maybe, you know, that they they obviously make a ton of software sales. But, um, you know, Sony's the other big player there. That, that's why we want to see something from Sony, because we know that if there is a company that can sell at a loss and therefore give us good quality VR that isn't Google Daydream, <laughs> but <laughs> but at the price of Google Daydream, Sony can do it. We and I certainly would like a competitor for Facebook because they've got shitty practices. We need yeah, someone I, to step in yeah. and, and yeah. change this. Yeah. 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 I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there. Sony is like the only other group out there. One of the only other groups out there that can sell the loss. I think the attachment rate for the PlayStation VR when it was in its heyday 
was something crazy like 10 to 1, 10 games per one piece of hardware, which is absurd when you think about, you know, you go to your friend's house, they're playing PlayStation 4, they have Madden, they might have need for speed if they get bored sometimes, and they're playing Call of Duty, you get a 3 to 1 attachment rate, Call of Duty probably came with the game or came with the console. <laughs> so these these VR these VR owners, although they might have been 1% or, or 10% at best of the ecosystem, they have an outsized attachment rate, and that money comes back to them. So I'm hoping that Sony's in a situation where they make this VR, they sell it a loss, but if they even break even and make $1 over, then it was a profitable venture because they still maintain that foothold in the hardware space that Microsoft doesn't have, that PC is struggling to cultivate around entirely, and Facebook is actively pushing enthusiastic users away. It's just there's a vacuum there. There's a vacuum there, and I want somebody to occupy it, and I think Sony's just so well-positioned. If I could just talk to the president and bend his ear and say, listen, man, it's right there for you to take. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's there for the taking, and it, it could be great. Mm-hmm. The attachment rate was super high, but the other the other caveat to that is Madden's 60 bucks, Need for Speed 60 bucks. How many PSVR games did you buy that were $3 a piece? I mean, I own, yeah. I own something like 200 PSVR games, and I didn't spend ten thousand dollars on them like the attachment for is, is huge because of that but i i just i really hope sony they can come back and be the dominator but i mean this this is less sales than the vita had so they could theoretically walk away and it would hurt the vr industry as a whole if they walk away yeah we need we need the big player and if they don't we're gonna here soon we're gonna be the facebook podcast it's not gonna be the vr podcast <laughs> no. it's oh. gonna be the whole market the, the Zucker cast, yeah. I, got Zucker cast. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> All no, right. I know, De- None of us I know Destiny doesn't want that either. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. Um, as much as I would like to ask more questions to you guys, um, we have to wrap things up due to time. Alex, thanks again so much for showing up with the podcast. You've been awesome, man. Would love to have you again. Alex, how can these lovely listeners and watchers, how can they find you? Short of yeah, short of the I, show notes and description, because whatever you say is going to show up. Short of the show notes and description, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm rarely in rec room, so you're not going to find me here in rec room. Uh, I've been on the podcast twice now. Fantastic! Thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's nice meeting you this time, Jay Brett Destiny. Wonderful talking to you guys again, yeah. um, Jay Brett. I hate you guts sometimes. Um, <laughs> this, if, if you want in. more of what I'm spitting, you want to listen to some of my game. You got to get on your podcasting. You got to call your auntie and say you got audio to put in her ear. It's called the Play PS5 Podcast. Play PS5 the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, whatever whatever crap you listen to on Spotify. It's there. It's in your ears. You listen to it. You tell your auntie. She's going to thank you for it. She's going to call me up, and she's going to be on the next episode. So hit it up. Play PS5 the podcast. You're going to love it. Even if you don't got a PS5, please, please. We, we need the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> thank you guys hey, this has been great i yeah. love it thank you um thank so you. if you want to listen to his podcast he's they've, they've got some awesome stuff on that they were you know when i they're they, they've been doing things a little bit older than or older longer than us so you know we we did our research we know about him we we, we i i knew and you know they you vetted me yeah you vetted i vetted me. him and, and i was like <laughs> i can do better so here we are uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding he's got his niche and we got ours and that's what's great about it. it's why we get to do these collaborative things and it's awesome um yeah. so if you guys want to check him out by all means you know search him up 
Um, but if you're too lazy, we, of course, we got hyperlink stone in the YouTube description. It's going to be in the show notes. I know there's not a lot like hyperlinks like barely work there, but I, I trust you have the power to copy paste or whatever you can do. Um, <laughs> so check them out, guys. Um, uh, on a related note, we've got our Discord server. If you want to, you know, see, you, you, like, you, you want you want to know what's going on. You want to you want to talk to this guy. He's in our Discord community. You can. Do you have a Discord community that then we can drop? You think I know how to do a Discord community, man? <laughs> I'm playing the PSVR, man. I, per- I don't know how to hook up a VR headset to my PC. Perfect. Then until further notice, our Discord community is the place to talk to him because he, until he gets yes, his own. Yes. <laughs> you can share. You can share it. So head on over to our Discord community, guys. We're all active there. We'll talk to any of you. We're we're it's it's awesome. Um, and that's where our Q and A section is pulled from. So check that out. We have the Patreon. That's five dollars a month. You get early access to the uh, regularly scheduled program. But for you, it's not regularly scheduled. It's whenever I happen to edit it, and then it's uploaded immediately. Um, it's also in high quality stereo as opposed to mono, because podcast p- platforms are kind of dumb that way. So you get like you get the super special version over on Patreon. And of course, if you are listening to us, like he said, you know, it's so easy to be on every platform. So we're on every platform. Um, but if we're not on the platform you like, let us know. We'll make sure we're there. And if you are listening, consider checking out the YouTube channel. If you are on the YouTube channel, consider ch- consider listening. You know, you can you can listen to us in the car. You don't have to sit around on your phone with your eyes glued on the screen. And with that, I can finally say goodbye, everyone. Thanks again, Alex. And we will see you all episode 38. 38!